Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike with me as always is Scott. Joe over there, back again behind the computer. This Craft Root Sports got you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge. Yeah. Team, come get me. <laughs> come get me. Yeah. Joe, how you feeling about that, bro? Okay, good talk. <laughs> he's going to mute, he's gonna mute well, my mic. Now I know why Joe wasn't here last week. <laughs> he's totally going to mute my mic. I've got a limited amount of time on this podcast today. <laughs> we got a lot we're going to get to today. We're going to talk some uh, President's Cup. Uh, the that was a fantastic tournament. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. He's back. That gets Joe going. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Little uh, Tiger talk. Tiger was, the international team was yelling to Tiger, come get me. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, we're going to talk uh, Rob Manfred trying to just completely ruin minor league baseball. He stepped that up quite a bit from uh, from the last time we, we talked. Uh, and, and we're going to talk Christmas. This is our last show of 2019, last show of the decade, moving into 2020. Uh, in a couple weeks here, and we are going to take a few weeks off, but we have uh, a good one to get to today, right? Always good, bro. <laughs> Don't shortchange us like that. Like, like we come in here like, well, today's just going to be an okay it's a, one. It's going to be one. We're going to do one. We're, we're going to get one in the can. <laughs> just going to mail it in. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. If you are listening on the Facebook live feed, please go ahead and share the show out. Uh, help us out. Get it in front of everybody's eyes. If you're listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to 12 Ounce Sports Radio. You guys can hit up the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK, with any of your takes. Uh, free-flowing show today. So hit us up, drop whatever you want to talk about. Uh, let's do our our question of the day. This isn't even a poll today. Um, you, I see you got the show tweeted out, Scott, so thank you for that. Why don't you hit everybody with today's question? Uh, we don't have a poll. We just went on ahead and thought with a week away from Christmas, we just asked what's your favorite childhood 
yeah, Christmas gift or Christmas memory, but just, you know, something that really stands out to you for Christmas. Uh, best Christmas gift. Music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know so, if I can nail down my best one. I started thinking about it, and just a lot of individual gifts came flooding back. I remember the feelings I had for certain ones when I was, like, really little. But I don't, like, none of them, like, stands above the rest. I could say it was, like, oh, that was the ultimate. I got one. I got one in the chamber. I'll nice. bring it up later on. Uh, Tyson said the OG 8-bit Nintendo played Super Mario Brothers until he passed out. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> That's the way to do it, too, when you get a new video game system. Just play until you just practically die. Yeah. I Like, I remember getting the Nintendo, but I was super young, and I'm trying to even remember, did we get that for Christmas? I can't even remember if we got it for Christmas or if it was like slightly after or something like that. But because I remember the Nintendo 64 that year, we we would have had one, but they were sold out. And then my dad showed up with one like just days before my birthday on the 12th of January. Oh, so nice. it was like, hey, they finally got some in stock. Here you guys go. And so it was like <laughs> Christmas slightly delayed. But all that, you know, we were still just as jacked to to have. Uh, Dan said he got a golf pass to a local course in junior high. His friends all got one too, and it started his love of golf and his hole-in-one, humble brag. Uh, it's now his favorite thing to do, but he's got kids, and escaping for four hours is virtually impossible. Preach, bro. My golf clubs are so dusty right now down here. Yeah. I don't think I've picked up the sticks in at least three years. Speaking of sticks. How old's Jude? Three years? Yeah. He's, I, enjoy, been... I still enjoy playing video games, and I too can never do that because of children. <laughs> Uh, Matt Barr, uh, he said a Jurassic Park toy T-Rex, Ooh. one of those huge ones that you can mollywop Lego sets with. <laughs> <laughs> he, he also just chimed in in the, the chat and said that uh, he got a Steve Young jersey one year and wore it nonstop after Oh, that. man. That's a – dude, even I like Steve Young. I wasn't even a Niners fan, and I like Steve Young. I, I would have rocked that jersey. Yeah. Uh, Tank has a, a fantastic story in here. He said – when I was a kid, there were multiple Christmas mornings where I would come downstairs and all the decals for my G.I. Joes and Transformers were on the wrong places. Sometimes they weren't even on the right toy. Years later, my parents came clean and told me that my dad would buy a 30 rack of bush and drink as much as he could while putting my toys together. <laughs> for some reason, he would save the decals for all the toys until the end and, and then would just try to put them on everywhere. Nice. <laughs> nice. Dude, that is the – I respect my dad so much more now oh, after yeah. having kids. Being up until like two o'clock in the morning trying to get something, dude. You got... know what's funny about that though? My dad, like, and my parents, like, didn't really. They put it. I actually enjoyed putting that stuff together by myself. Like that was part of the. I was excited to open that stuff and then put it together. Yeah, like, my dad never. Like, oh, I mean, man. they would help us afterwards if we needed, but I enjoyed putting my own stuff together. Like after you we weirdo, I know. I, I wanted to weird. just. You just want to play and with you, it. And like, you know what's funny now? Now I'm like. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> y'all, y'all gonna do this? Come get this. Last year, Drew got one of those little Tykes cars, like the red and yellow. Like yeah, yeah. You know that needs like a hammer and a screwdriver to put together. The best is when you think, all right, I'm gonna, I'm putting together bikes tomorrow, Ooh. and I've never done, I've never done that, but it's gonna be an all day affair. I've already, yeah. kids are going to the babysitter, and I'm gonna be putting together bikes tomorrow, and I'm already preparing. I to go, go tanks, stuff. go tanks, dad style. Get that thirty rack of bush, <laughs> and then save the decals for the end <laughs> well uh chime in during the show let us know what your favorite christmas gift is we'll tell you guys at the end what ours our favorite was uh but again you can leave a comment here on the facebook live feed uh or text us 44037 drunk or you can tweet at us at craft b sports uh let's get into 
This beer we are drinking tonight, I'm super pumped for it. This is First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you, everybody. All you got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You can drink from a baseball bat just like we do right here on the show. 10% off your entire order. They got bottle openers that are shaped like baseballs. They got knob shots that are the, the knob of the bat. And I keep getting the emails. It's like, holidays, drink out of a bat. Yeah, every time. And I'm like, I do. Thank I was just going to say, I'm like, <laughs> once a week minimum. Uh, but be sure to hit that up. Dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Get 10% off your entire order. This week's beer. Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> this was one that came in from Tavor. And uh, as soon as we saw this one, we were like, well, got to get that one for the Christmas show. Absolutely. Uh, so this is Jingle Jangle Christmas Ale. It's from the Bronx Brewery in Bronx, New York. 6.1% ABV beer. Here's what Tavor had to say about it. Notes of caramel, caramel <laughs> candy dates, <laughs> and hints of brown sugar steeped in roasty rich tobacco laced layers. I, I, dude, I seriously want this guy to write everything for me. I want Philip from Tavor to write everything. They're the best. They they could sell water to a well with the, the Tavor <laughs> descriptions. They are so good. They really could. Um, what do you think initial th- uh, initial tastings on this one? It's pretty good. I mean, Christmas sales all are within a similar range. And I feel like the, the difference becomes what type of spices that uh, they end up using on the back end. So it's like... How how much cinnamon or nutmeg or something like that that nutmeg, kind of like that's really what cuts I'm through on this one yeah and so a like a lot it, of nutmeg uh huh um, <laughs> but I was like is that like pine what the hell is that that I'm getting <laughs> like am I drinking a Christmas tree yeah I, I I'm uh, I don't know was it just part of the description like there's there's nothing actual there's no actual tobacco no 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 actually tobacco laced I'm they like, age huh? it they age it in some type of like Brazilian wood. And mm. it, it gives it like a an oaky, tobacco-y flavor. I gotcha. Okay, but yeah, no, I mean it's first. Also, drink. wouldn't it be awesome if they just steeped it in tobacco? <laughs> then that's what I thought when I first read the description this morning. I was like, does that really? Huh? No. Okay. But yeah, no, I mean, so far so good. Um, yeah, we the, did the, a couple years ago. We did the whole kind of Christmassy beer thing where we oh yeah to Christmas December long. That's right. Yeah, and so I forgot about that. Trying to think of how it compares, you know. I, so I do like, and, and Joe mentioned it before the show, he's a fan of uh, of uh, Christmas Ale from Great Lakes and 12 Dogs of Christmas from Christy right. Dog. Two of our faves. Those are fantastic Christmas beers. This one just is is weird. It's a weird... It doesn't taste as Christmassy as those. And that I just definitely... I not. mean that because just like those two really hammer home the... I like that cinnamon, I think. I, I think, think that's, so. That's like, this is just different. I mean, and I don't really know what dates taste like, so maybe that's part mm, of it. I'm not getting any dates in this one. Joe, what do you think of this one? You definitely ain't getting no well, dates. Hi-oh! You know. <laughs> Joe, with the, well, you know, that's, that should tell you how this it's, one's it's going different. For Joe. It's a different flavor for Christmas. No caramel at all. I taste no caramel whatsoever in this one. This has been First Pour brought to you as always by Dugout Mugs. You you just had to finish that with that, didn't you? you just, you're the worst. Last time. No, it isn't the last time of you being the worst in 2019. You, you're going to be the worst a few more times before the show's over, I guarantee it. Should we go upper deck it? Yeah, let's oh, upper cool. deck it. Upper deck brought to you by Miniman Tickets. Guys, basketball is in full swing. Football's almost ending, but Still time to get football tickets and playoffs is coming up. Then there's the Super playoffs. Bowl. Playoffs. 
Uh, so there's only one spot you need to be heading to get your college, well, not college football, because that's definitely almost over, but your NFL yeah, tickets. Get them bowl games, baby. Yeah, NFL tickets, NBA tickets, college f- basketball, and that's Minuteman tickets. We love Minuteman. They're Ohio guys and they're sports fans. Not going to screw you over with any of those hidden fees. And they're great guys. Just got a Christmas card from them. In fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. Uh, shout out to Scott at Minuteman tickets for sending us a Christmas card. And uh, on the list, baby. They've got yeah. They got everything. It's not just football and basketball, like we mentioned. Baseball when it comes back. Hockey while it's going on. Theater rib cookoffs doesn't matter. Hit them up minutemantickets.com or call them at six one four nine four three three thousand and avoid all the fees. Tell them that you heard about them right here on Craft Brood Sports. Lead us off basketball. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, not only is it is it team come get me. This is also hearkening back to team. Overdraft with <laughs> Dion Waiters. How you feel about Dion Waiters, though, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Dion Waiters is down in Miami <laughs> these days, and he had like a kind of promising season. They thought when they first got him, it was like, oh, this is why you know the Cavs drafted him early, and he, he was going to take off. And then it's just been back to him being a nightmare ever since. Uh, he was recently suspended for the third time in two months. Dude. If I remember correctly, he got suspended right at, to, to start the season. He was suspended for just, you know, <laughs> dumb stuff, too. It's not really good. This most recent suspension, though, is classic waiters because he calls in sick. I didn't even know you that you called in sick from like an <laughs> <Right>. athlete, <laughs> like as an athlete. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. Yo, y'all. coach, I can't make it. Yeah, make like, it really weird that you call in sick, <laughs> but apparently, you know, he called in sick. But then he proceeded to go on Instagram and post pictures of himself on a boat. <laughs> you dummy. Like, the, the most elementary thing, if you're ever going to call in sick from a job, you don't get caught then doing something that proves that you were never sick. <laughs> Dion Waiters went, like, basic B with it. Like, this is stuff that you see at your, your regular job, not as an athlete. Like, people are like, man... So dumb. <laughs> Went, you know, called off work and then tweeted out later, like, this happened at my job recently where somebody, like, called, oh, in, called in sick mm. and then tweet photos out of, you know, oh, hey, it's really weird that you were hanging out last night at 1 o'clock in the morning See, that's you're what, sick. That's what kills me, though, is you got the sick time. Like, if, if you're using it and you're not sick, then that's cool. You got the time. Companies yeah. can't be pissed about that. Yeah, but it's but just also, not a good look if you it's call definitely not a good look. It's and not then a good look. do that. How many sick days do professional athletes get? Like, what's that? What's that uh, package look like? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I just get, I get six a year. Are they? Do they get six? I feel like if you're just sick, you just don't show up, right? Or you know, right, or, not there. Yeah. or you go, uh, hey. Maybe you go bowling. And you could go bowling. Two weeks in a row. That, you know, we got calling in six stores and then you're out <laughs> doing stuff. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is with athletes and calling in sick and then getting busted out doing stupid stuff. Do they get PTO too? Like, is it is it separated sick time, paid time off? Like, how's this? <laughs> I don't think it breaks it down like that. <laughs> I just want to know what their compensation package looks like. Is that in the contract too? Where it's like, all right, here's our offer letter. Here's your sick time. That's what you're going to get. Here's how much you can put in your 401k. Wow. We'll match the contributions. Yeah, I don't think it breaks it down like that. But yeah, Dion Waiters, man, you got you to gotta be smarter than calling in sick and getting busted on Instagram. <laughs> what? Just dumb. Uh, dummy. Uh, and at this right. point, Miami's probably going to have to cut him because, I mean, it's just like nobody wants that contract. Nobody <laughs> wants the headaches. But yeah.
I mean, it's just been a disaster this year. It, <laughs> We're only it really two has. months into the season. Because he, he was the one that had the like the mental breakdown or like the panic attack after the CBD gummies. Yeah. I mean, this is the third time we're talking about him on the show. None of it having to do with actually playing basketball. <laughs> Classic Dion. <laughs> Let's go from Dion Waiters to uh, Vince Young, another guy who's who just another can't fall, seem to another fall from grace. Yeah, just can't, can't seem catch to keep a break, it all together. Uh, Vince apparently lost a ton of his memorabilia, including his Rose Bowl MVP trophy, the Manning Award that he got, a bunch of game used helmets. <sighs> Uh, all kinds of stuff. Ball from his first NFL touchdown. Yes, the ball from Jeez, his first man. NFL touchdown. Like the thing that it's like, make sure this guy gets this, and they hold on to it right. on the sidelines, and you see the cameraman just watching this guy pace around. How he lost this stuff is so terrible. Yeah, this is this, this like is the worst way to. Lose this is where this the the story gets super sad because he and I mean maybe it's not sad, maybe it's just he just forgot he had this thing. But uh, Vince Young had a storage locker and didn't pay on it, and apparently they went full-on storage wars on him, and they were like, great, you haven't paid, we're going to auction this. And some Uh. lady got it in a semi-blind auction, which I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means she got to, like, kind of peek in, but not, like, look through stuff. Yeah, they open the door, and you can see into it. You can't step in, and you can't touch anything. So you just kind of look and see. But the door is open, and you can see... If you can notice anything from so it's what you full see. on storage wars. Cra- this is cra- full on storage wars. How crazy wars. would that be though if you went to one of those things and you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna go to one of these auctions, whatever, and they open up and it's like, it, <laughs> is that like a bunch of NFL equipment? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in on this one. <laughs> but how do you see that too? Like, I would assume these were all in like boxes. Just like was the nah, you know, Vince Young didn't have that stuff in boxes. It it was just about. <laughs> <laughs> It was just in it was there, strewn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, or like big, you know, big giant pictures of him and stuff like that. I mean, you know, there might have been some no, boxes in there. It but. was definitely a man cave shrine to himself. And it's all laid out. And oh, it's got a, it, everything's on the walls, perfectly <laughs> displayed, and it's just like his picture right in the middle. <laughs> he was just hanging out in the storage locker. Like, what's up? This is where I go to hang out. Can you leave me alone. <laughs> and he just crushes beers and just says. <sighs> I remember when. Oh, but that's Vince sad, Young. man. That is a sad that's way to lose all sad. of that stuff. Well, the lady now, that bought it, though, hope is... to God he doesn't go OJ trying to get his memorabilia back. Well, she said she reached out to him to see if he wanted to buy it back off of her. Which, first off, that's shady. That's a that's yeah, a D shady. move for yeah, real. Like, yeah. I mean, hey. It, you can buy this stuff right. back off of me. Like you could, you could maybe offer like, "Hey, this is what I paid for the storage locker. Like, give me that, and you can get all this stuff right. back." But no, she didn't do that. She's got three items already up on eBay: <laughs> the Rose Bowl MVP trophy, uh, the Manning Award, and the Maxwell Award. Each of them is going for fifty thousand dollars a piece. So you know she didn't reach out to Vince and was like, "Hey, I got this for like yeah ten grand." Like you, <laughs> no, she was like, "I'll give it to you for fifty grand each." <laughs> Poor Vince Young, dude. Yeah, man, that is rough. Awful. I love Miss Vince, too. <laughs> Cheryl said I look like the evil leprechaun from the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was super scared of those movies as a child. Dude, I was terrified yeah. of those movies. I, as in a fact, child. I've like never seen anything. I'm still like, kind of terrified of those movies. Yeah, not, I've not, never been a big horror movie fan. Though. Yeah, me neither. M- much less so as a child. I also not very big of a movie buff. So yeah, we and we're well aware of that. Uh, this story, is, I think, is my favorite story of the week. So there's an undefeated high school soccer team rolling through the season, killing well, it. Then they finally ended up getting a loss, 
And, you know, what better way to uh, celebrate your first loss of the season? Celebrate, weird. maybe? Yeah, very, very weird. <laughs> Already um, off to a weird start yeah. on this one. Coach takes you, and it's like, you know, the, the old tried and true. We're going to Dairy Queen. We're going <laughs> to get these losses. You know, we're going to settle this with ice cream. Everything's better with ice cream. <laughs> nah, not this coach. Each <clears throat> coach decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to Hooters. You guys lost. You know what you need? Some boobs and very mediocre wings to drown your sorrows in. Uh, this happened back at the beginning of November, uh, and they just caught wind of it, I guess. So, you know, it was one of those things that circulated that an investigation found out. Um, the superintendent decided, being a female, that she was going to take it very seriously and, uh, you know, investigate this to the fullest extent of the superintendent law. Uh, no word yet on whether or not he's been ousted, but uh, it could be in the works. The dude has been at the school forever, too. Like, yeah, he, and he recently became the basketball coach, yeah. too. So You know that basketball team coach. is pissed. They're like, we never went to Hooters. Oh, man. Hell, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones that told. They're like, <laughs> bro, we, we, we had a bunch of losses. Where, where's, our, where's our Hooters? Also, I don't know where this story was. I was trying to figure out where it was from, but I've never been to a Hooters where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Hooters. <laughs> it's always like no, but as a as a high schooler, you're like oh Hooters. Yeah, I mean, plus after a loss like that, you're like okay, cool, this will work. Yeah, he just turned into Michael Scott from The Office. <laughs> I'll have the breast <laughs> and some milk. Yeah, man, but I chicken lo- breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that story. That's just classic. Like what. Possessed a coach to think like, let's Lodbeard, go to Hooters. Lodbeard said he should get a raise. Yeah, I mean, of all the, th- well, I mean, I'm sure those kids got a raise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last story of Upper Deck. Really weird. <laughs> really weird to, to take your team. Like, I would never even think, like, yeah, they're going to take these kids to Hooters. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with it in theory. It's just, yeah. I mean, what, what's the difference? Just the waitresses? Yeah, that, I mean, that's it. Like, it, B-dubs it's not really, and Hooters? Yeah, it's, not, it's not like he was like, man, I know this really great place, and he took him to a strip, strip club. club. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> then we got problems. It's like, we're I mean. Gonna, we're going to the palace for the lunch buffet. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, guys, we got to hurry. Lunch is over in a few hours. Let's make this quick. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, Odd that he chose to go there, but I, I don't really see the problem other than, oh, my God, you know, it, it was probably some just got done being pregnant waitress, you know, with her not really big Hooters. Because that's, that's the people who work at Hooters. Like, it's not actually. <laughs> I've actually had more often than not, I've had a fully pregnant waitress. Or that. Yeah. As my, I mean, as my waitress at Hooters. It's the ones that the strip club are like, nah, we're good. Yeah. You can go work at Hooters. So maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe that's why they were like, it's poor judgment. You had our boys in front of these women that aren't even good enough to work at the strip club. You're done. We can't trust your judgment as a coach any longer. If you're making decisions like that off the field, what's going to happen? I mean, this is a lo- after a loss, too? What were you thinking? <laughs> yes, Robert Taylor. That's what I was. That's the joke I was going to make. That's why he's in trouble because there was a tilted kilt across the street, and they're like, "What are you doing? <laughs> tilted kilt is right there." And you went Hooters. Come on, I had a coupon, man. Come on, <laughs> five dollars off for the for the crew. All right, last story. Uh, there's a company in in the United Kingdom who is the devil. Uh, this is going. It's going viral. Ever since I found the story, I started finding it everywhere. But this company has developed a new toilet. <laughs> the toilet is sloped down at 13 degrees, 
And they say that the purpose of this, one, is to improve posture and uh, help uh, eliminate hemorrhoids and things like that. But the real reason why... I'm always slouching on the job. (laughs) They say the real reason why, though, is because... At that downward angle, it makes it completely unbearable to sit on the toilet after five minutes. They're marketing this to offices and companies to try to get productivity back because they say too many people are taking bathroom breaks and just going in and playing on their phone, sitting on the toilet. And uh, actually, the one study said the people in England are taking 28-minute bathroom breaks. What? That's an, The average bathroom break time is 28 minutes, which how do you disappear from your desk for 28 minutes? Uh, mm, uh. No comment. <laughs> lunch. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's lunch. That's not in addition to this is in addition to lunch. Twenty eight minutes on the shitter. Uh, but yeah, they they everybody's calling this guy a masochist because he decided that 13 degrees is the optimal angle because any greater of an angle and it could cause severe damage to the user and any less they're going to be able to sit longer. So he found the perfect <laughs> angle. That's a weird flex. Like, I'm going to find the most uncomfortable way, but only after five minutes. This reminds me of the company from CES that was like, oh, yeah, we figured out how to tell if people are sharing passwords. We're going to sell you. Oh, thing. yeah, like, yeah. Just dude, hate. what are you doing? Why also, would you do that? Not only us? that, they're not even commissioning it. Like, it's not like workplaces around the world were like, we need to solve this problem. <laughs> they're like. Hey, we're just going to do this. Right, right. Nobody was clamoring for this. Everybody accepted it. <laughs> yeah. Even bosses like to take 28-minute shit breaks. Come on. <laughs> I, I want to see all the companies are like, yeah, we really love the idea, but we're just not interested. <laughs> we're, we're good. Well, apparently everybody is very interested in this. This is likely going to start spreading like wildfire. Uh, uh, in the, during the interview process, when they go to the, the part where it's like, so do you have any questions for us? <laughs> yes, I have one. <laughs> do you have those toilets that make it uncomfortable to be on them after five minutes? Well, yes, we do. Hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I'll call you back. <laughs> Matt Barr brought up, did you guys see the story too about the smell test? There's like one company that put a sign on the bathroom door that was like, after five minutes, uh, somebody is assigned to come in and do a smell test. What? And if it doesn't stink, you're being reported to the, the, the owners. So like, who gets hired for that job? The job is the shitter smeller. Oh, that sounds like the worst job ever. Does it pay? Yeah, I know. But that's the real question. I mean, it does it come with a raise? At that point, I feel like you need to have a company bonded. Like, listen, oh. nobody flushes. It, yeah. it never gets flushed until the oh, end of the day. God, <laughs> I know a soccer coach that might be looking for a new job. Though. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Upper Deck brought to you by Minuteman Tickets and Uncomfortable Shares. <laughs> wow, man. That's oh, wild. <laughs> that is wild. Uh, yeah, so... Scott, by the way, Scott chimed in on the Facebook live feed with his uh, best Christmas gift. He said one year he got three starter jackets, which what? dang, dude, bro, that yeah. is that is some white privilege because I never had one <laughs> growing <laughs> up. You had three, and here's the teams. He I got. hope he wore them all at the same time. Uh, probably not because he got the Cardinals, the Dolphins, and the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever bought, they just went into Walmart and grabbed everything. <laughs> what's what what's starter left? jackets are left? He, look, it just a starter jacket on his black, list. Black Friday, you just ran in and grabbed anything you can get your hands on. Grandma just saw a starter jacket. Yep. She's like, I need one of them starter jackets. They're like, well, which one? I don't know. What do you got? Whatever one looks good. 
there was one dude that was like, give them the Raiders jacket. Everybody wants the Raiders jacket. And then somebody else was like, the Dolphins aren't selling. Throw in the Dolphins. <laughs> what oh, else you man. got? Cardinals? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. We'll give you three. <laughs> three for the price of two. Uh, that That is our question of the day. So if you guys want to chime in on the Facebook live feed or the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK, what was your best Christmas gift? Uh, as we do that, let's... Let's do the dartboard. I mean, let's get it over with. You and I have to throw because we didn't throw last week. You didn't have to bring that up. I, I did. just told Joe, yeah, we threw. No, I did have to bring it up because that's what people want to see. They want to see us suffer. Well, then you can go first since you're so eager. Fine, I will go first. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's talk about uh, our picks from last week. Dubs, moving on. Two wins. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, that's all I know. I had the Giants uh, plus three and a half against the Dolphins. And I believe Matt Barr gave me some, some shit for that pick uh saying i shouldn't pick the giants to cover and the giants covered handily in that game and then who did you have i forget who i had had. houston over uh oh that's right and they were getting three point three and a half points so it was kind of a no-brainer yeah that was uh that worked out really well for you on that afc south battle Uh, so two wins the battle of the titans if you will Oh. Uh, also, this will be the last. If I had the sad <laughs> game show horn, I would have hit you right there. <laughs> that, that was very awful. Right, that's what Joe's that getting awful. for Christmas is the sad game show horn on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Joe. That and the tire screech. I got to get that loaded up for you. Oh, I got it. Oh, Merry Christmas. Early Christmas. Yeah, Matt present. says the people want suffering, Scott. <laughs> exactly. They want suffering. Uh, so we will go ahead and throw at the board before we make before we make our last picks of the year. This will be the last time we pick. Are we doing the picks before we throw? Uh, no, no, no. We'll throw first. Oh, okay. And I'm saying I'm just letting people know okay, these are gotcha, our last gotcha. times picking uh, because once we get back, it'll be playoff time and nobody even wants to pick in the, the playoffs. Finally, no more football and we don't have to throw at this thing. I, know, I was just going to say, I'm like, I'm <laughs> just more the, excited. This is the it. only time I'm done. Like, I'm glad football <laughs> is done. You know, this is you're going to throw at the dartboard maybe the last time, make the last picks. And you're going to get your Mia Khalifa over with. Oh, yeah, that's right. Am, Tonight yes. is the last Mia Khalifa. Well, this week. Yeah, so let's do that during the show. So everybody uh, that's watching, that's listening, feel free to throw out what you think I should tweet at Mia for Ideas. my very last The final tweet. one. This is tweet number 52. Thank God this is over. <laughs> oh, what a terrible punishment. I contend that that is the worst punishment we've given on this show. <laughs> Yeah, Although I, I still I'll haven't tra- done the Instagram model, so that's probably the worst. Well, let's go ahead and throw here. This is just a couple I'd trade for, and I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. <laughs> this uh, this week we have on the show, uh, or on the board, excuse me, Gravy Boat. Wait, what's Gravy Boat? What's gravy Boat is where you're going to have to do three shots of gravy throughout the show. I put that on there for Thanksgiving. Oh, it wasn't like never... shots every time? Like No, you just we'll just do three. Okay. Yeah. You know, three decent shots of gravy. I know what I'm not going to hit this week while I try to aim at it. (laughs) (laughs) And inevitably get something worse. You're going to end up with Guitar Hero, which is up top right next to it. Dude, and that's the one I've been dreading for two years now. (laughs) It's about time that one gets hit. Uh, We still have Candy Corn Brew on the board. Uh, Also, G. Lee live tweet. That came to us from Chris America, where you got to watch the movie G. Lee and live tweet it. Uh, uh, which is just, at least that's one time and not 52 weeks of it. I don't even know what that movie is. None of us do. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever J-Lo, seen it. J-Lo, right? Yes, yeah, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, but I mean, I don't know what the movie's actually I've about. I've never seen it. I just no heard it's clear. terrible. Yeah. Uh, Tyson even confirmed it last week. He was like, there's just nothing redeeming about it. It's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Guitar Hero and Electric Tape Model. All right, here we go. I'll go ahead and uh, fire at the board here. Oh, boy. 
Good luck. Orange. Just breaking it down. So we will know. <laughs> we'll know how awful that movie is, and this adds to your list of movies just, you haven't watched. <laughs> And on top of that, more tweeting. Damn it, dude. <laughs> God, that sucks. I can't get rid of tweeting stuff that people are like, you are the worst at Twitter. All you do, <laughs> all I do on Twitter is tweet at Scout Team Radio in the morning, then tweet at Mia Khalifa once a week, and now it's going to be, now it's going to be Geely live tweet. Good Lord. <laughs> I am the worst Twitter follow in the world, or the best maybe. Uh, all right, Scott, what are you aiming at on this one? Gravy, gravy boat? Baby. You're going for the gravy boat. Oh, Come gravy. on. So, so get ready for me to be live tweeting. <laughs> get ready for you to miss the board. That's what's going to happen. Oh, that's right in the middle. Is it on the middle? It's literally start? right in the middle. Uh, this has never happened before. No. This is unprecedented. I guess. I guess. Shots of gravy while watching TV? <laughs> uh, yes. Now no, you do. Yes. Now yeah, that you suggest. Yep, yep, I mean, yes. this is now exactly the black hockey player thing. Where since you suggested it, it is now a thing. I don't know. What do you want to read? You want you want to take a shot of hypno and rethrow, or do you want to pick <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have given him a shot yep. on that one to, to pick. Is. Um, He's man. had enough suffering. He can win one. Yeah, Seriously, bro. Fine. And then, I mean, is it still winning? Because, I mean, shots of gravy, like, we'll get you some turkey gravy. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? We'll do that on a show when you're also doing the gas station liquor. Is oh, your drink. come on, man. <laughs> yeah. So you can wash down the gravy with some Kamchatka. Of course. Matt, always always helping a brother out. Both punishments. Immediately. <laughs> Uh, all right, there we go. Uh, the last this, throw of the year, <laughs> but maybe not the last throw ever. Because now nah, we'll bring this back next year. No, no, no. But what I'm saying oh, is, next, la- oh, yeah, la- next like show. last throw yeah, yeah. of the season. All right, well, let's get our picks in for this. And you added some bowl games in this one. Yep. So we've got college, we've got and NFL. college, college bowl games, and then NFL games for this week. Our picks, of course, brought to you by my bookie. Be sure to check out their links on every page on the show's. Website, 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Use the code 12 Ounce Sports 12OZ Sports. You're going to get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Joe, with this first pick here, uh, who you got on this one, Joe? Uh, immediate throwback. <laughs> Ravens Browns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joe refusing to pick his team um, if you had to. What was the line on that one? 10. 10. 10. Yeah. Mm. I'll bet you can guess who was getting 10. The Ravens. Wait, what? <laughs> Lamar's not playing? Oh, man. Well, I think that was the only thing I wondered about that, because I know they said he was kind of hurt, He's and they've clinched and, and everything. Yeah. Like, I Why? did wonder yeah, about that. Yeah, sit him down. I got uh, Oklahoma LSU. Ooh, Ooh. and that was Ooh. 14 points for uh, it is. Oklahoma. <laughs> Wait, no. Oklahoma's getting oh, yeah, 14 points? Yeah, that's Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's getting, getting 14 points. Do I got to make this pick now, or do I have until... You can hold on to it until the end of the segment. Hold yeah. on to it. Think about it. Oh, so I don't even get like no. You got to make no, 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 you gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make oh. a pick on the show. Here. Uh, so you got until the end of the uh, segment. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I think we're gonna let you off because <laughs> I know exactly how that was gonna happen. It was gonna be December 29th, and Joe was gonna go. By the way, I picked LSU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the Bengals and the Dolphins and a pick'em. Ah, the toilet bowl. Let's just go ahead, throw that one right back in there. Um, I feel like. That's one that the Bengals win, but they'll also they could also lose by thirty. Yeah, so <laughs> it's also a pick. Fits fits magic. Looking Damn for- it! I got that Ravens Browns game. 
Um, <laughs> and so we don't know if Lamar's playing. So yeah, can, do, when do I have to make this pick? No, before the end of the segment. <laughs> can I? Can, Joe, can you? At, at least mine is like my game doesn't happen for a while. Yours is it's like it's only like you a know, week normal. away. It's a week from Saturday. What are yeah, you talking that's about? Still, that's still longer than yours. Look at you. What are you doing? Are you, are you, you are cheating. No, I'm. You put, just picked I, through. I'm folding them back up because you didn't fold. I'm them calling hoot nanny shenanigans. Some, if if Scott wins this one, he's getting that other punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I've won like two all year. <laughs> you are the Bengals this year. Seriously, I'm terrible. All right, let's see here what Scott's going to pick on this first one. Ugh, Niners, Rams. Why is everybody getting their, their own team for the yeah. first pick? How is <laughs> Which, that happening? Although you didn't, because I did throw Notre Dame in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Notre Dame. But he got Bengals. My, yeah, that's The true. other yeah. team. The other team that you are? Uh, the secondary team. <laughs> the I guess I have to pick a team, so I'll cheer for this team because a Notre Dame kid went there. You side switcher snake. <laughs> cool. For the, for the third week in a row, I picked the same game. <laughs> Both times. This is the third week in a row that that's happened. Uh, Rams, Niners, Rams getting six and a half. I'm going with the Niners. Going with the Niners. They can win by a touchdown. All right. Um, Man, I know what's going to happen. I'll know my fate Saturday night. (laughs) I know what's going to happen in this one. Either I am going, if I take the Ravens to cover, Lamar Jackson isn't going to play. Absolutely. And if I take the Brown, or if I take the, uh, yeah, if I take the points for the Browns, Lamar Jackson is going to show up and ball out and he's going to win, like, Lead them to a 20-point win. Let's just put it this way. The Ravens already lost this year to the Browns, so they might want the revenge. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens to cover that 10 points. Uh, I think I think the Ravens can get that one done, even without Lamar. I feel like the Browns are in shambles right now. I don't, be, about, I don't know about RG3 being able to beat them by 10, but... I mean, <laughs> come I, get me. Yeah, come get me. <laughs> True story. Can't you got the Niners that. covering the, the Rams. I got the Ravens. Covering against the Browns. Joe, final decision on this Oklahoma-LSU game. Because I think uh, everybody agrees LSU's going to win this game. I'm going to yeah, take the points. 14? I'm going to take the points. I, 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 I think I that's what I – when I was yeah. writing it down, I, when I'm writing – when I'm going through writing each one, I, I mentally kind of think, like, who I would go with. And when I saw 14, I thought, that's a lot. I mean, I, you know, I know LSU has just been going nuts, but Oklahoma can score. Like, Heisman curse. Right, they can't, they can't stop anybody, in. but they can score. So, I mean, 14 points. That's a lot of points in, in a, a playoff game. Right. That's so, a lot of that's where I'd go. All right, so to recap our picks, Scott has taken his Niners over the Rams by 6.5. I'm taking the Ravens over the Browns by 10. Uh, and Joe is taking 14 points and Oklahoma against LSU. Last time I bet the Niners, <laughs> I drank a uh, crab cake smoothie. So, this should end well Ooh, for me. This should end well Lord. for me. I forgot all about that. <laughs> nah, not me. This has been Degenerate Dartboard of Doom, brought to you by MyBookie. Again, use the code 12OUNCESPORTS12OZSPORTS. You can find their banners and links on every page at the station's website, 12OUNCESPORTSRADIO.COM. Don't forget to chime in with those best Christmas gifts as a child or any other Christmas stores you may have or reading them off, talking so about them. my brother said his favorite Christmas gift was the year that I forgot to put oil in the van and ruin Christmas. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, I had a, my, I used our family van. That was like the car I drove around. Okay. And it like rattled really bad. It made like a really loud rattling sound. Uh-huh. And I just turned up the radio because I was a 16 year old kid and that's what you do. Like, <laughs> this is annoying. There's nothing wrong if I can't hear it. <laughs> right. This is annoying. Turn up uh, some 311. I want to hear more 311. Uh, well, turns out that the reason why it was rattling was because it was low on oil because it burned oil really bad and the rattling was actually uh, rods being thrown in the engine <laughs> so Christmas morning we all pile in the van to go to my aunt's house 
and the car just kind of stops on the road. (laughs) (laughs) My dad goes, hey, have you put any oil in this since you've been driving it? And I went, wait, why do I have to do that? (laughs) That's when the swearing started. (laughs) Papa B was not happy with that. Papa B was furious. I was crying. My mom was... (laughs) Oh, dude, I was terrible. He told me he was going to leave me at the gas station. (laughs) He said he was leaving me because I ruined Christmas and I broke the van. Which gas station? Uh, It was on uh, South Avenue. South Avenue and Matthews Road. That shell? Yep, right by the Georgetown there. That's where it broke down. That's so good. Yeah, it was not fun. And then, of course, Vic (laughs) is in the front seat just laughing his ass off. And Vic is the type that he'll just egg my dad on, too. So, like, as my dad's getting more and more mad, Vic's like, man, I can't believe you. I mean, it's Dang, just a Mike, quart of Mike, why are you oil. so dumb? Like, all you right. got to do is just go buy a quart and put it in. Yeah, that's right. All you got to do is buy a quart. Wait, and put so it in. did it leak oil or? It burned it. It just burned it up. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. it wasn't that you just didn't get an oil change. No, it just, it, it, just was... it burned up real quick. Okay. So you had to, like, put in a. You had to keep doing uh, it. Yeah, you had to put I in a quart, you. like, a week. And well, I didn't do that. That was. <laughs> Lucky up. I'm like, so, gas so how long, I was gonna say, how long was it? Like in between, long enough to throw rods in the engine to where the engine just seized up. You know, Bro. I'm a car guy. I'm a car. guy. I mean, I can't give you too much crap because I'm not a car guy either. So it's like I would have. T- I, I totally would have done something but, similar. But if it's rattling like that, you wouldn't just yeah, turn just up kinda, the radio. <laughs> uh, that that was on you. Uh, you you did screw that one up. <laughs> I was like, but man, Sublime sounds good. That was bad. It was a good Christmas gift for Vic, though. Uh, thanks, Vic, for making me relive that one. And you know what they do? They bring that up every single Christmas, too. Oh, yeah. That's, one of, that's one of those ones that will go down. Your, your children will be telling the story about uh. how their father screwed up Christmas for their their grandparents <laughs> because didn't put oil in the car. Yeah, that one's haunting you forever. <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk some President's Cup real quick? Because I know most people don't sure. care about golf. Heck yeah. But <laughs> Joe just got jacked. Dude, that was – did you watch any of that tournament? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of it after they started coming back. Yeah, so the American team was supposed to destroy the international team. Because Friday when you text me – Oh my God, this is going horribly. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not going to yeah. tune in. First day, the only team that wins the match is Tiger Woods' team, which was shocking. When Woods won, I was like, all right, they got this. And then they <laughs> lost the next three. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> next four. The, they went four that's and right, one. They went four and one in the, or one and four in the first, mm-hmm. uh, in the first day. That's right. Um, but the U.S. team battles back. It leads me to my point of bringing this up. Golf needs to do way more match plays, match play tournaments. We've said it during oh, yeah. the Ryder I was Cup. Say, we brought that you up. You need to do match play because mm-hmm. it is so much more intriguing. Right. And then they also need to do more primetime stuff. Like this was in Australia, so it was, uh, you know, so it was accidental time, kind of primetime. Right. But, but man, it does suit it well. Golf in primetime, match play golf in primetime is really fun, to especially watch. when they're a day ahead. Right. So, like, yeah, we yeah. were watching it on Done Saturday. On Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. And they were on Sunday. So, it it definitely helps. Absolutely. So, do you think there's any chance, like, and I, okay, let me rephrase that because the answer is no, there is no chance. But how amazing would it be if somebody actually started forming teams on the PGA? So, you take all the golfers and you get to start picking teams, and then you have match play tournaments instead of stroke play where you get these guys just facing off against each other every single week. Well, they kind of do in that lower level. In the Webb Simpson tour, they do a lot more match play stuff as well. Is that the the Webb Simpson tour? That's what it's called now? Yeah. Didn't it used to be the web.com? 
Were they just like any web will do? Just <laughs> we're here, we're here going new. Uh, next year's going to be the Charlotte's it web. Might be web. Gonna... <laughs> it might be oh, web. It might be web. You stole one. You were in my head. I literally was like uh, Charlotte's web. <laughs> Is it web.com? Yeah, yeah I, I think know. Web Simpson's a golfer. Yeah, that's what I was like. Did he get his own? De- well, I mean, cool. Good for you. I don't know. It, yeah, and then they should just name it after a different web every year. <laughs> There's only like three webs. Brandon Webb. Spud Webb. There you go. See? I mean, we start rattling them off. I mean. No, now you got my hit. SpudWeb.com. SpudWeb tournament. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think they should do teams. I think the PGA would be amazing if they actually teamed up and you had match play every single week. You you could do it tournament style, like, and just teams get eliminated because those matches don't necessarily go all 18 holes. Right. Right. And you can even change it where it's like, all right, you're only playing nine. You got nine holes to beat this team. Oh man, it would be so good. I'd be all in on this. You're not, you're not sold on this. No, not every week, every single week. No. So good. You would get tired of it. No, come on. You would get tired of match play every week. Yeah. Yeah. You would. I mean, every week would be a little much, but I, I do think that there should be, more of it throughout the season. They definitely need more right. match play. Uh, but the U.S. gets the, the President's Cup win in Australia. Uh, Tiger Woods now, uh, he's, he may not be back on the course, although he did win every single match he was in. So who was better, Tiger the captain or Tiger the player? Tiger the captain. Tiger the captain was, I mean, granted, Tiger the player did go undefeated, but Tiger the captain, to have that set up the way he did on that final day, picture perfect. With Cooch. Cooch closed it out. I also got super excited. I went back and I tried to find the show where I, I kept calling him Coochar. Oh, <laughs> like, it's come Coochar. 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 <laughs> Cooch. It's Cooch. Cooch closing it out. Uh, but anyway, super bu- Oh, Matt Barr says David Webb. <laughs> All right. How many webs can, can people come up with? Just keep naming webs. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, after. I think after Spud, I'm tapped out. Chris Webber. Uh, it's a stretch, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> it's on the board. <laughs> Got it. Survey, survey, <laughs> survey bailed you out on that one. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, after I said, uh, after you said Spud, and I said, what was the web Charlotte? I just threw? Yeah, no, <laughs> there was one more, and I'm like, uh, that's it. That, that that tapped my web knowledge. No more webs uh, worldwide. That's the only other one I got. Yeah. Okay. World Wide Web? <laughs> All right. Yep. That definitely counts. We, we are getting killed in Family Feud if there was a... W- name those webs. It's like, ooh. Webster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's talk some minor league baseball. We're just bringing all of the sports topics that everybody wants to hear about. Minor league baseball, PGA Tour. Match playing golf. Yep. <laughs> just killing it. Uh, but it. this is a big deal because Rob Manfred said that he wants to basically do away with the minor leagues. They're having this big, drawn-out court battle. Uh, he's trying to cut 42 teams, minor league baseball not having it, uh, and they are firing back publicly. So Rob says in a press conference, you know what? All right, fine, screw it. Uh, we'll just get rid of the minor leagues altogether. That is a Bold threat to make because there's no way you can do that, right? Unless you're willing to start all over again, right? There's no way that you can get rid of the entire minor league system. No, I mean, then they they're just not going to. It's one of those idle threats. This is one of your. This is your parents. I will turn this car around. Like, cool, Rob. No, I will you won't leave you at the gas station. <laughs> Christmas Day. I don't care. <laughs> 
so what do you think then, uh, like, what's the outcome that comes to this? Because clearly the minor leagues don't want to get rid of these 42 teams. Major leagues do. So what's the, what's the agreement that gets reached here? Because I honestly, I can't see how either side's able to give anything in this one. I mean, I just I don't understand why he's all of a sudden getting this worked up about it. It's because the the minor league contract is up, so right. No, this but I mean, is like the time to renegotiate because otherwise the, you're screwed for. But I'm saying, like long. in the big picture of all of this, like there's a labor strike and and stuff looming in the major leagues, and he's picking all these fights with getting rid of teams and now wanting to cancel all of them with the minor leagues, and it's like, dude, well, what are you be- doing? It's because the major league pays for those minor league teams and he knows he's got all this stuff that he's going to have to do to keep the majors happy so he needs to save money somewhere and the best way to do that is to say fine 42 teams get out of here and that's going to give us enough to take care of all these demands from the players that are going to be coming up i feel like that's what it comes down to but that is a dude that's risky it just it seems unnecessary and it seems like a i don't know in a time where he has doesn't have much goodwill that he's just like screwing it over he's even got no good. more. Did you see Trevor Bauer's tweet? Yeah, yeah. No, and I thought I was like, good for Trevor. Trevor Bauer it. coming out and just saying Rob Manfred apparently trying to ruin all of baseball. Well, what was funny when I first read it, I was like, did was that? Did he steal that from the Craft Brood Sports account? That is exactly something that we would tweet. It's like. Well, I mean, he said, hey, guys, instead of baseball pretending how they would fix the game, what would you actually do to fix the game? And I'm like, Trevor, coming with the heat. Uh, Trevor, we got a a two-part episode on it. You can go ahead and check it out. We've got ideas. Fix it. You think Bauer would come Oh, I got ideas on how to fix baseball. <laughs> Let me tell Joe, you. Joe, we don't want your ideas. <laughs> it would eliminate I mean, it all together. So I mean, it is the ideas. end of the year. You guys want to talk future of sports? You guys want to go there? All right, let's go. Let's, let's do it. Drive the ship, Captain. Where are we? <laughs> Start basketball then. Since we, we've, we've pretty much <clears throat> destroyed baseball and how to fix it with literally everything changing. So how would you, what do you, exp- are you, are you asking what we would want to see? Yeah, or? yeah. Um, so this decade's over, new decade. What is going to be the mo- the new movement for basketball? They're very progressive. They are very progressive, but in a weird way. Like basketball is is deceptively progressive because they seem very progressive, and then they're still the league. But that, it's just like, making them more money, like, right? Allowing betting, and they want some money off of it. Right, 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 <laughs> right. And even still, it's it's like, oh no, we're the players' team, uh, but also. Don't check the rule book because we make you stand for the national anthem. So it's not really that progressive. Like it's this weird pretend progressive that I don't know. It's it's very strange to me. Um, man, what would I want to see? I want to see basketball turn into MTV uh, Rock and Jock. Like that's what I want. The four point circle. I want two hoops so that you can like if you hit it through the top hoop, it's five points, and then if it goes through the second hoop, it's I mean, another three points. I feel like that's just a bridge too far. I just want NBA DM <laughs> Tournament Edition where there's hot uh, spots on the court. Okay, and all of a sudden right. it's like you're down eleven, but all of a sudden it starts flashing and swish, <laughs> boom, tie ball game. I also want their shoes to light up when they're running really fast. Yeah, well, and I mean for the ball to be on fire when they hit three shots in a row. Does their G League become a actual minor league? Oh, I saw that they, they filed for uh, they filed a, for union. a union. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, does I, it I, does it get big? I, I I do think that that's the way it's headed. I don't think that they I would mean, have initiated if they didn't plan on it eventually I becoming. Would, that. I would say yes. That that would be the way it goes, except for the fact that now that the NCAA is going to let kids get paid, it's almost like oh, okay. Well, now 
kids are likely still going to go to college. Like that, if they weren't going to do that, if the NCAA was still going to say you can't get paid, then yes, I could see more kids go in G League, and then it becomes the the minor league system. Um, I mean, I guess unless it becomes this stopgap between college and the pros, I don't know if you really want to do that. Like, would you, as a basketball fan, would you want? the number one overall pick to then have to go to the G League for a while? I mean, I think they just treat it just like baseball right now, where like if you get drafted, you can go there. If not, then you have to go to college for two years. Well, I would also think... Wouldn't where we, you can I make mean, money off your name still, but... Right. Well, it, wouldn't it be just like in any sport? I they mean, could well, call I mean, them up whenever. Well, I was yeah. going to say, if like it, being like baseball, I mean, if you get drafted and tomorrow they decide we want you on the major league squad, like they don't have to send you to the minors. So if they decide... You know what? For whatever reason, you're ready. Then you you can just be on the NBA team and not have to worry about it. But I feel like this is for picks 15 and after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like all of the ones that are clearly well, not. Like, so you're just gonna make ready. league minimum of you know your three hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars yeah. in the G League or whatever. Right. It is, yeah. You know? And especially if they're gonna end up getting rid of the rule that you have to go to college for a year and like they sure. can start taking kids out of high school and then it's all right, send them to the G League, let them grow a little bit, develop there, and then we can bring them up. I, I like that idea. I'm on board with the G League being minor league teams. All right. What about instead of the ref throwing the ball up at the middle, you have a retractable floor circle and it gets shot up in the air by a mechanical machine, like a cannon. Ball gets shot up into the air, almost touching that scoreboard above you before people jump. Instead of the guy where he could like, ooh, you kind of threw it towards that guy. It wasn't directly in the middle. You now have a retractable circle in the middle of the floor. I just want to see. And it shoots the basketball up into the air. I want to see some dude not quite ready, and he's just like sort of hovering over. Smacked in the face. I'm I'm here for that, yeah. I'm here for whatever shenanigans (laughs) would happen from that. And then they definitely would have like the sounds, like the ding, 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 and it, boom, it shoots up into the air. That way nobody can jump early, and nobody gets... Like, hey, you threw it to the left or the right. It goes straight up, super high, and then you get to time it. What happens when it malfunctions and it's just like ding, 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 and then <laughs> well, that nothing happens. Then, I'm then here it's for like that too. the ball just dribbles out onto the. Floor. Then, then you treat it like the football, where you have the guy that holds the ball. Then you just bring the ref back in and he tosses it himself. I like this idea. I'm on board with this one. I I, I like this. Oh, so you too. like my retractable floors idea, huh? Yeah, so, yeah just yeah. not in baseball. Yeah, just not in baseball. Oh. <laughs> Don't touch the sanctity of our game. Listen, baseball <laughs> is the same as it's always been. What's going to change for football? Um, hmm, man. I f- More dumb rules. <laughs> More dumb penalties. One day we're going to find out what a catch is. I don't know when that's going to happen, but eventually in the future It'll we will know. It'll be the same time that uh, someday at Christmas there'll be no wars. Like, every year I hear that song and I'm like, huh, still waiting on that, huh? <laughs> same thing for NFL. We'll never know what a catch is. Or every year we'll just say, like, man, this is the year, right? No. No. Uh, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know what's going to change for football. I think maybe uh, we'll get more international play. You're you're going to start seeing that a little bit more, which is going to suck. I think like every team's going to have to go to London at least once a year, and it's, I'm going to hate everything about that. Every week there's going to be a London game, and it's going to drive me nuts. 
Yeah, no, the whole international thing in general, in sports, like, I don't like it. Yeah, which, speaking of, how about that basketball game in the jail? They played, there, there was like... Wait, what? The, wasn't it the Kings that were playing a game in a jail? Like, they actually played it in a prison facility, or they're going to play it in a prison facility. Let me... Let me preface the, the following <laughs> conversation by, of course, it's my team. It's always my team that has some gimmicky, <laughs> crazy, stupid thing that's going to happen. They're playing in a pri- – <sighs> Yeah, so uh, when what's the date on that, Joe? When are they going to have that game? Because uh, I wasn't sure if it already happened or I just saw the, the crawler about it, so I wasn't exactly sure what the story was. Um, oh, no active NBA players are expected to play in the game. Okay, okay. <laughs> so so nobody's going to have to worry about getting shanked. So they're basically going to call up their G League players to play in a prison. Then they'll be like, congrats, you are on the team. Go back to the G League now. <laughs> the Kings and the Bucks, though, it would be kind of amazing to see Giannis playing in a, a prison. Also, are they just playing in like... Whoa, bro. Whoa. That's racist. Why? You just said it would be really exciting to see Giannis playing in a prison. Like, yeah. I mean, I know. mean, I'm not saying I want Giannis in prison. I'm saying it would be exciting to I see mean, him play. Yeah, I mean, that's what are you drinking out of? You're supposed to drink out of a bat on this show, damn it. Well, I was going to give you an update about this, actually, when we got a, a breather. Oh, okay. There are it no tastes, breathers. It actually tastes differently out of the can. Really? And I'm not going to lie. It's oddly better. Like, I don't know what it is, but it tastes completely different. Like, I went to go pour, and I just, you know, there's still head on the other one. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to sip out of the can for now. And I'm like, why does it taste completely different out of the can? very, very strange. better, even, not just different. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I I didn't know what to say. I was like, uh, (laughs) I need to update them, though. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the Kings had this game on Tuesday. Or, oh, no, Thursday. It's tomorrow night. Uh. No, last Thursday? What is happening? I can't read. Matt says that the loser has to spend a week in the hole. <laughs> they were so, at Folsom Prison, though. So Folsom Prison has now had Johnny Cash and the Kings versus the Bucks. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I really need a new NBA team. Uh, all right, so let's get back to football. Uh, I, I really I feel like football is going to be the slowest to change. As much as like baseball is that yeah. sport that – Sucks. I feel like football will be the one that's slowest to change in the future. There's, what are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do exactly? I would like to see him get rid of helmets. See, and lesson pads. Chris America gets me. He's like, how come you didn't say it would be cool to see JJ Reddick playing a prison game, Mike? Well, I want JJ Reddick in prison. I would like to see JJ Reddick get raped in prison because I hate JJ Reddick. <laughs> Took a hard left. I mean, you were there in 04 at that Xavier Duke game. Like, ah. you you saw what I saw. Ah. Screw J.J. Reddick. J.J. Reddick's the man. <laughs> I know, but this is went dark. Well, I mean, you asked. Oh, now you know I didn't say J.J. Reddick. You hope he gets... <laughs> All right. Well, this Christmas-themed episode is... Damn, damn Drake Knight. <laughs> Merry Christmas, J.J. Reddick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yes, Matt Barson. I don't like JJ Reddick either, but I don't Matt think I've Barr ever wished so aggressive, dude. I don't I have, think I've ever wished that. I have him. wished terrible things on that dude since 2004. That guy, ugh, that that game when Anthony Miles, uh, ugh, mind me never to cross Mike. I mean, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna hope that it happens. I, I know, but still, <laughs> the fact that you're somewhere like hoping. <laughs> Like, man, yeah, I used to have a podcast with that guy. Now I hope he gets raped. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe's dad wants to know, what do you, what'd you think about the game that was only on YouTube and not on TV? Um, 
That's I feel like that's I'm just, used to that at this point. Yeah, like streaming rules the world, and we we consume everything from everywhere. It's so. like the games that are only on Amazon Prime. Yeah, like the, the Thursday night games, and are it's not even th- these things would be a problem if um, I don't know, even like ten years. Baseball's ago. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like, so like even like ten years ago, where we didn't have enough broadband to like be streaming these things, or we didn't have enough access to it. Now it's like. Yeah, it's minor inconvenience, but it's kind of like, oh, the game's on NFL Network. Well, you can find a workaround for it. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's like the, oh, it's only available in one place, and you've got to have that. Eh, it doesn't even, like, bother me anymore because there's so many ways around it. I'll just go to Reddit and find a stream that somebody puts <laughs> on there for whatever it is. I, Reddit's got my back. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Scott because he's got my back. He said, buy Adam Morrison tagging off of my J.J. Reddick wow. thing. <laughs> Y'all are... You doubled down, really? You really want to go back there? Yeah, I know. Like, you brought did, that back I up. To know, I wanted people to know Jesus. somebody had my back on that one. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, but you and Scott need to... Hockey. What do we think hockey's <laughs> going to do over the next... Did you see they're talking about changing their All-Star game format? Again? Yeah, they're going well, they're back go, to the... I was going to say, go back yeah, to the world-versed U.S. Yeah, North America. World-versed well, yeah, North America. Same thing. I think that's a terrible idea. I love their three-on-three tournament for the All-Star game. No, you know what I think? Um, you know, because every, every time there's an All-Star game in any sport, there's always complaints about doing away with it or changing up. And I, I think that... Um, each individual sport should like rotate through so it never becomes like stale. So it's like one year you do it the traditional way, then the next year you do team captains, and then the next year you do whatever. You know, like if baseball was like, hey, we're going to do North America versus all the Latin American countries. So white guys versus brown guys. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I mean, just, just if they mixed it up each year so that like none of right. them, because I think the reason they're wanting to go back to it is just because it's like, all right, well, we've kind of played this whole three on three thing out. Like it's been a good run, but uh, let's switch it up. So I think it would be a good idea for each one of them though, to kind of like move things around. And then it gives you kind of incentive to tune in. I mean, as much incentive, I guess, as there is to tune in in any of these all-star games, but it's something different to look forward to it each year other than, all right, well, you know, we've, we know they've got the same format. And then they're like, well, we're going to switch it back to the old one. Okay, well, how long or, right. or whatever. So if they were just like, eh, it's just going to be on a rotating basis. Like once every four years, you're getting something different. Like, and I don't they, think that would be too extreme. What if they only did All-Star games once every four years? Like, it just becomes like an Olympics thing where it's just like, oh, it's finally an no, All-Star no game. No season this year, just an All-Star game. Well, no, like, there's, in, there is just no All-Star game. Maybe that's what football does. <laughs> Seeing as they, they only get, the get all re- reserves to play in it anyways, you know. That's a good then you make point. it more so special. Bad. Yeah, like, just do it every four years. It's just like, oh, by the way, it's All-Star game year. It's like, oh, sweet. And then you got guys actually wanting to play in it because you you might be they're retired not by the paid next otherwise. Time. <laughs> mm, that's a good point. They're I don't still, get paid this year. I really got to get voted to the Pro Bowl, man. <laughs> and how would they determine who gets to the Pro Bowl on the Pro Bowl year? Is it just based off the following season or the previous season? Based on the current season, you got to ball out that current season. But but if they're not doing it, 
if they're only doing I th- I, I'm, the way I'm thinking about this is you're talking about there not being an actual season it's no, just a Pro Bowl no, season no, you're I'm talking about there just being only a Pro Bowl game once every once four every years four yeah yeah okay yeah, I got yeah. you yeah. See, yeah, I just like, like do away the, yeah by no, the way that's, that's <laughs> all the money piss away all the money just, <laughs> that's what I was saying just an all star game I was like what no, they're just gonna be one year terrible. and then they're just gonna be like man I really gotta get paid this year so then <laughs> although the competition would be fierce well, instead of guys sitting out you'd have guys killing other guys to be like hey man I gotta get I gotta feed my family I'm playing in the Pro Bowl this year, man. I want to see the NFL do the Pro they, Bowl. They also go balls out to win. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. The winning bonus? All of a sudden, man's like, look, I ain't got to check an entire year. My family's going to, we're going to end up homeless. <laughs> they, like, the Pro Bowl would be intense. I want the NFL to do the Pro Bowl as like a seven on seven game, like on the street. I think we talked about that before, where it's like NFL street, street? ball. Yeah. It's not, an, it's not an actual game. You just go seven on seven and you're just playing. Yeah, just straight skeleton. Don't wear pads, no yeah, helmet. Yeah, just flag stop. football. Play yeah. flag football. Uh, it, and then it, you just pick teams? Like, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, just backyard, playground. Backyard style. That right. would be Well, just like awesome. NFL Street. Right? I mean, and, then, and you can line up guys at whatever position you want. Like, How awesome would it be to see a lineman going out on a They bring a back <laughs> the Vic footballs where you can diagram your own plays in it. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, imagine Aaron Donald going up for a pass or coming out of the backfield <laughs> running imagine at you full somebody speed. somebody trying to get Lamar Jackson's flag. Like... <laughs> That'd be amazing to watch. That's what that's what football needs to do. That's the future of football, right? There. <laughs> What's funny is that that's coming. I feel like that's coming <laughs> in there. You would have a lot more people playing it. Heck yeah, because not less... worried about getting hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably have more chance of getting hurt in a flag football game than you do in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> they basically they play as much defense in the Pro Bowl as the NBA yeah, does in the All Star game. Get Philip Rivers out there trying to juke people and just <laughs> die. Oh, but that would be so much fun. <laughs> Oh, Tom Brady man. thinks he's athletic again, and nope. <laughs> oh my God! And that's our first ever death on the field. Oh, we shouldn't. We should have really thought this through. Goes for the slide, and it's like Tom, you can't get tackled. They have to go for your play. Uh, slide. Also, also, if they're playing on the street, sliding into cement, not a smart decision. That's gonna be a problem. I'm gonna right? slide. Oh my God! Road rashes. Not what I considered when I'm playing in this game. <laughs> uh, all right, real quick before we get to the end of the show here, uh, Mark Emmerich back in the news because he has mentioned that he is open to the NCAA video games coming back. Uh, it's probably mine. That's I was going to say. one Joe was tasting. So oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mark said that he is okay with it provided three things happen. Number one. White people stay rich. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Assurances that there will be no more lawsuits filed. <laughs> number two, a group license deal that gives students a voice. And number three, even though they have a voice, they're not allowed to create a union like, like and, I said, and making them employees. We want to make sure us old white men stay rich. So whatever y'all got to do to make that happen, go ahead. <laughs> well, and I feel like this is – so the group license is kind of like what we talked about where EA Sports is just like, look – Here's what we'll pay you to be in the game. Right. This is the this is what it is. And I guess he's I don't know why he would be against them kind of banding together to try to get more wages from EA Sports for that, but whatever, Emirates got to keep them down somehow. Uh, but I think the the last two he just threw out there. The big one is number 1. He's like, "Listen, you can't sue us. We'll bring back the game, but you can never sue us again." Well, I, but I mean, funny enough, that's the only one that I'm on board with because we all are 
you know, maybe wrongly throwing our anger at Ed O'Bannon for like ruining the whole thing and be- to begin with. And so I'm like, that ain't wrong. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, I, yeah, no. I mean, if this game is going to come back and everybody like everybody wants it, I'm all for the players getting their piece of the pie and all that. Stuff, but I don't want any anybody complaining that they didn't get like right. a big enough thing and like enough. Try, right. Yeah, yeah. And then trying to sue. Like, I, I I'm actually okay with that. His, his three points aren't like they're not terrible. Crazy. They're not weird. No. It's just like, hey, we're going to make this game. We're going to pay you to be in it, but you're technically not an employee. Right, which sure. I don't think anybody would assume that they're employees at that point. If the if right. the deal is, here's a contract saying we want to use your likeness. Here's the payment that we're offering you. Even if they band together and they're like, no, 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 we want more, or else none of us are going to be in this. That'll be the end of the game again. Right, right, but that's not the that's not on the NCAA. That's on EA Sports. It's up to EA Sports and whether or not they want to pay that. Well, right? the the, it's the, not the biggest saying... thing about the union is the influx of the money can change. So, like, if they want to, if instead of being like, okay, every single person gets two hundred and fifty dollars, whatever right. it's going to be, well, if they had the union, they could be like, well, actually, you know, we see over the past couple years that you know the game has been making way more than we originally thought, so now we want two thousand dollars a piece as a union. That's what we're going to fight for. Right, but they don't they can do that. That's what I'm saying. They can do that without being a union. Like they can just say Yeah, but guess now what? as it now as a union, he can do whatever he wants. Right, but what my point being is being in a union doesn't classify them as employees. Being in a, being a union just means that they're creating, you know, they're going for the same common goal. And if all of them get together and say, "Look, we we're not doing this for less than 2000." EA Sports can walk away at that point and say, fine, then we're not doing the game. And it's like, okay, well, then we're not doing the game. And you see how much these guys are willing to give. That's not – I don't know – I don't understand why Emirate can step in and say what they can and can't negotiate. You know, like these – this is separate from the NCAA. That, that, that was my only point of confusion from the whole thing was it's like he can have his wishes all he want, but isn't it between EA and the, and the players? players? Right. Like that That was the only thing I didn't understand. Like Very strange. He, he can come out and say this and – he can have this opinion, but at the end of the day, it's between those two parts. And that's yeah. why that's why I made my joke about, like, well, really, right. it all boils down to <laughs> anything can happen. We just want to make sure us old white men stay rich. Like, <laughs> and that we're getting the biggest But that's cut. not even what it comes down to, though. No, I know. It's not when you look at it, but I'm just saying well, it just no, seems no, no. like that's, where that's Scott, the ulterior Scott just hit motive. on it. He, he kind of faded out there in the main point, but it was as long as we still get the bigger cut because the more the players are getting, right. the less money that's, EA Sports has saying. to give the NCAA like, and the schools. He's, so, he's, he's using these, these talking points, but the, the end result is we want to make sure we still have the biggest cut of the pie and that we control whatever it is that's going on. That's it. Like he wants to make sure that they ultimately have control. God, he's the worst. Yeah, I mean, it, that's what it ends uh, up being. I don't being see is. it that way. I don't see it that way. I, I mean, <laughs> it's the NCAA, so until proven otherwise. That's a good point. I don't trust the NCAA yeah. to have anybody's best interest at yeah, heart. There's no the way that I'm like accepting that all of a sudden he's like, okay, well, guys, uh, the yep. fans can get what they want, and the game will be back, and you guys can get paid, and we'll just sit over here, and we'll be okay with everything. Like, no, they totally want to make sure that I they're still getting I wish that's paid. how Mark Emmerich talked. Like, that would be <laughs> the greatest if that's really how he talked. Uh, all right, let's let's get into uh, Last Call here and uh, talk about this beer that we've been drinking. This is Last Call brought to you, of course, by Tavor. Be sure to download the Tavor app. 
and use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen, you are going to get $10 off your second order after you place that first one. 258023 is the code you need to use. You can get delicious beers just like the one we're drinking tonight. It's also brought to you by More Labs. (laughs) Last call brought to you by More Labs. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying and bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com and use the code SPORTS at the checkout for 20% off your non-subscription purchase. Mike, what do we think about Jingle Jangle? Jingle Jangle. Um, It's a really fun one to say. It's a really fun beer. The Jango? The Jango Jingle? The Jingle? The Jangle? Let's just have a picture of Jamie Foxx. The Jango Jingle. (laughs) Uh, it is a, it's a good beer. You're right though. Out of the can, it tastes way different. I was going to ask you, did you try it out of the can? I did. I just took a sip. I, I, like it is a night and day experience. When we first started drinking this, I I thought this beer's okay. It's not a great Christmas ale. It's just whatever. I mean, it'll just be, yeah, you try it, I guess if you see it, but I wouldn't go out on, you know, I wouldn't go out and endorsing it. And then I'm drinking it out of the can. I'm like. This tastes totally different, and I can taste the caramel in it. Like dead serious, I'm not trying to be funny or whatever. Like there, there are is sweet a little notes. bit of caramel. Shut up, a little bit it's caramel. Yes, thank you. You're out two to one. Yeah, and you've been Just out forever. Stop yeah, no, but I mean, like it it tastes completely different out of the can. It's People can still really say Die Hard's weird. a Christmas movie. I'm gonna stick to caramel. Don't <laughs> don't use that comparison. Don't you don't you. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me? Yeah, right man, come on. Uh, it is. Uh, this is definitely a beer that at first I was like, mm, "It's okay, right? Yeah, it it's just okay, fine." Um, and and I, it was like I said, it was all nutmeg. That's because I couldn't figure out what I was tasting, but that's all I was tasting. See, and when you said that, my thought was, I can't really taste anything. Like it tasted like a flat ale. Like mm. there was just none of the flavors really coming through. There wasn't much like there. It was just like. This just tastes like any old brown ale. Like, it just tasted like a generic brown ale to me. And then I drink it out of the can. I'm like, well, that tastes like a completely different beer. That's a beer of a different it's color. Solid. <laughs> it's solid. I think it's a solid beer. Joe, what do you think of this one? Damn. This has been Jingle. <laughs> Last call brought to you by Jingle Jangle. More and More Labs. Jingle Jangle. Uh, it is a fun one to say. I do. I like it. All right. Before we get out of here, let's talk about our favorite Christmas gifts of all time. Uh, Joe, let's go to you first. What is your favorite Christmas gift? Of I all don't time? know. <laughs> all right, good talk, Joe. Thanks. Like a whole show to think about it. <laughs> Mine was the year that I got Nintendo 64 with GoldenEye. I was 10 years old. I got that, and I threw a fit because we had to go to church. Like I was like, I am not going to church. I want to play this all day long. I want to get headshots. <laughs> and then uh, my parents dragged me to church, That uh, and then... We had to go to my aunt's house, and I was so mad. The whole time I was just like, I just want to get home and play GoldenEye. I just want to play GoldenEye. And I was such a little shit about it. But, man, waking up that morning and seeing that N64, oh, greatest. As I mentioned before, I didn't have that feeling because we got it a few weeks later. And I was just excited. Uh, But just – this is random side because it doesn't have to do with my actual best ones. But there was one Christmas where we had opened up everything and we always used to go to my grandmother's for Christmas brunch and open up gifts over there and then come back home and then, you know, we're done for the day. Well, one year, well, we, we'd we asked for a bunch of games or whatever and I can only think we had any under the tree. And I was like, okay, whatever. We didn't get a bunch of surprises. We came back home and my dad had put four brand new games under the tree for us to open for N64. Dang. 
after we got back from our grandma. So after thinking all morning, you know, oh, you we didn't get, get any it. games or whatever, we came back he home and that was just the, that one. He hit we you with the Red Rider BB gun style. He did. We had four <laughs> new games and it was like, oh my god. But I, I think the most memorable and like my my best Christmas gift. And it was probably for a three-year Christmas span. There was any time I got any Ninja Turtles, anything Ninja Turtles <laughs> as a child, like the the action figures, the play sets, the the vehicles. Like I the, was the video so, game that's impossible to beat. Yeah, but I mean, I was just I was so obsessed, and me and my brother were just so into Ninja Turtles as kids that it, it, all you had to do was give us new action figures and any of the accessories and like. Everything else was kind of back burner stuff to Ninja Turtle stuff. To so the I just, Turtles. Like, like I remember very vividly like four, five, and six. Like that was the the window where it was just like any Christmas gift that had to do with Ninja Turtles. Like I was all in. So Awesome. Joe, anything? Still nothing? Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, before we get out of here, Joe's I just like, want to say, <coughs> Joe's like, come get me. <laughs> I just want to say, thank you guys so much for tuning in this year. We really appreciate it. Uh, this has been a fantastic year for the show. We're continuing to grow. We're continuing to, to keep plugging along. Evolve. Uh, so be sure to stick around, help us out, help this show grow in 2020 because we want to keep growing and, uh, keep coming back and doing this for you guys. So thank you all for tuning in. Thanks to all the new listeners we gained along the way and like new fans of the show have been super supportive. Yep. And thank you to 12 Ounce Sports Radio for putting us on every single week. Uh, you'll still find us there in the new year. 12 Ounce Sports Radio just continues to grow. Be sure to check out all the shows on the station there as well. Uh, this has been a, a fun year, fellas. It I, has I really been. appreciate you guys. Thank you for giving up your Wednesdays and doing this show here with me. I appreciate it. It ain't giving up. <laughs> it ain't giving up if you you know look forward to it, man. That's true. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Merry Christmas, thank guys. You. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Be safe. Uh, go ahead and order some morning recovery. Uh, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Help you out on that New Year's Christmas party. And in two thing. weeks when I got to throw again at the board because my Niners lost to the Rams, it's going to be a great start to the New Year. Uh, be sure to follow along at Craft Beast Sports. You can follow Scott at Scott K underscore Jr. Follow me at Mike Berlin to see that final Mia Khalifa tweet. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. Hit up the drunk line 44037 drunk. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. Jingle jangle. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.